Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. You ever had a headache before or headaches? You understand how debilitating it can be either short term for a couple hours, a day, sometimes days and weeks. Medically, sometimes we're giving medications that can may minimize them, sometimes help temporarily give us relief, but our quality of life never really increases. In this talk that I go over with this workshop, exactly what your symptoms mean may be nausea or fatigue, pressure, uh, or other things too you may be feeling, what type of headaches they can be. Then you can understand actually how to treat that not only medically, but also on your own, even with lifestyle changes too, either reduce those headaches or even delete them from your life completely. So enjoy the talk, my friends. Again, the show notes has links to the overall podcast as on YouTube, on our YouTube channel, as a podcast, Apple apps too, or other podcast apps that you may have, along with these previous podcasts too. So enjoy the talk, my friends. Have a great week, and I'll see you next week. You're on my payroll. All right. Talk today is headaches. Boom, I'll have the flyer in the, in the show notes afterwards for one too. Which I, I broke it down this way instead of what you feel and what it means and how to fix it. Okay, that's what it comes down to. So the first we have here is pain tension on one side of the head, not both sides, one side of the head. And why do they say that? Usually migraines are both cranial nerves from the brain and also nerves from your spine. So you can have different symptoms. And symptoms of a migraine are really hypersensitive, as you see in the show notes too, to light, sound, taste, feeling for one too, even vision. A lot of your cranial nerves control your five senses, your vision, your smell, your taste, your hearing, all that. When someone has migraines, you ever know someone has some migraines, some before, uh, they, they want to go to a dark room, they sometimes feel nauseous, um, they want low light, low sound for one. Go perfect, grab a seat, grab a seat. So a lot of it is when we have that, when you have that sensation, you want to figure out what the trigger might be as, as a chiropractor. What, what triggers someone's migraine? Maybe a long flight, maybe stress in their life for one, too. Maybe something they ate. Grab a seat, wherever you want to see, grab a seat, grab a seat, grab a chair. At that point, when you have that, uh, then you get, grab one of the forms if you want to. There you go. And once you have, when you have migraines, realize a lot's gonna be getting your health in order. What, what I mean by that is what's causing stress in your body to make your body more sensitive, your trigger being migraines. Some people have neck pain, some people have, for example, arm pain or shoulder pain. Your symptoms of higher stress to your body is gonna be sometimes a migraine. I had a patient, uh, was, it, was it Rachel or Amy? She had a family history of migraines from her, her mom, and her grandmother. Because of that, she had to really, really dial in her stress level and her activity level, thank you. Yeah. In a sense where she started doing yoga every day, exercising every day, finding a way to de-stress her body and mind every day too. So you have to be more conscious when you have migraines of distress in your life to make your body more flexible, even eat better too, because sometimes food that may not affect me may affect you if you have migraines. If you realize when you have your, your, all your sensors are affected by causing a migraine, you have to watch everything, what you eat, how you, how you exercise, how much stress you have in your life for one too, because it's controllable. If you see your doctor, no more doc, one of the things your doctor's gonna tell you when you have migraines, it's hereditary. Your mom had it, your parents had it. Blah, whatever. Instead of saying, I don't know, most doctors and chiropractors would rather give you an excuse that you're having a migraine versus finding the cause. And really that's the bigger thing is, how do you change your lifestyle with a migraine and make sure our lifestyle isn't affecting our body to cause your symptom of nausea, light sensitivity, whatever it might be. All right, so any questions about migraines? 
I had someone care, she's, she's been patient forever since UPS. When she has migraines, she throws up violently. It's like, it's like she's an exorcist on steroids. She's crazy. Because she understands her triggers though too. And she does get the shots, she has other things too, but she's trying to find a way we help, as a chiropractor with migraines, we help control the frequency and intensity of the migraines. So we wanna make sure we're doing enough to see them so the intensity doesn't lock, knock. Once you start throwing up from migraine, your whole day shot. You're not gonna eat all day, you're gonna maybe stay hydrated. It may take a whole day just to recover. So can we see the signs that you can see the signs of maybe tension on one side of the head, other signs too, then realize your body's your body, big picture. Your body's your body. Can you figure out your signs that you're gonna have that may trigger a headache or a migraine or the other ones we talk about too? What are your signs, okay? Other one is now pressure tight band around the entire head, such as someone has, not just one side, okay? Those are tension headaches. It can be caused from certain things, sometimes a lack of sleep, sometimes what we ate for one too, Overall fatigue is usually the, the, the cause. When it says hormonal on there too on the forms, it's really chronic stress, even pregnancy also. When someone's pregnant, I've not been, I can't empathize with pregnancy myself, but the hormones do have to rebalance themselves having a baby. That is a stress to the body that can cause the body to go fight or flight, cause the stress hormones, cortisol, catecholamines to increase, causing your stress, your relaxed hormones to decrease. When someone has tension headaches, can cause a lot of that sense where my, my sense when I interview someone with tension headaches I go I go how do you feel how do you sleep how's your stress throughout the day has it changed so if they say I don't sleep very well my my I feel like the the things that I have in my normal environment normally say a month ago now seem stressful to me their body can no longer handle that stressors of their life their body become less tolerant to those stressors that'll cause tension headaches to sense with tension headaches because these will be your sign that my body's being too tight. My body can't relax itself. It can't go to relax, it stays in a stress state or a fight or flight state all the time, okay? Next one is, I'm gonna go through these kind of quick because I wanna go through more exercise afterwards too, is sharp on and off pain, one side of the head, in and around the eye, okay? That's a cluster headache, as it's defined here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over more what that means. A neurological problem meaning brain or the spine where it's pinching, causing that pinch in the neck or the shoulders, even the head, to run to the head, radiate to the head, radiate sometimes to the face, sometimes down the front of the chest, shoulder, arm, even upper back here too. That's a nerve pinch, which if it's a nerve in the spine, chiropractors, that's what we treat. Just grab a seat, grab a seat sign if you want to. Is so the sharp pain up the cluster headaches number three down here. So we can treat that in the sense where it's mechanical injury to your spine. We can treat to make that overall calm itself down. So number one and two are more lifestyle stress in the overall person, overall body for one and two. Sometimes, like with the migraines, sensitivities are things too. But number three, the cluster headaches, the sharp on and off pain, is more of something happened, an injury to your body accident a couple years ago. You change your work about more sitting, bad posture for one also too. So can we fix that one over time, then help you over, over a period of, say for example, once it calms down, readjust your sitting, your posture, even your lifestyle to make them not come back again. Those are more controllable more than other things than based on causing an injury point, 
fix the injury point, fix the injury, the cluster headaches, then calm itself down again, all right? Next one, neck and back pain, uh, uh, neck and back of the head pain and pressure, okay? That's called cervicogenic. So I'm gonna show you real quick here. What that means is back here, behind the ear, is your suboccipital area back there, okay? If I thought about it, I would have shaved my neck for you guys today, because I'm that dedicated to all of you, okay? Kidding, kidding, kidding. Just on one side. So here is your suboccipital area. That first bone of the spine is underneath the skull. So we have to do is when we adjust that or move that, get that to unlock to make that nerve that goes from here, the head down the shoulder, down the back, to make that unlock, and then make sure our muscles stay loose. What makes these muscles tight to make those nerves want to pinch? Is doing this. Uh, gotta keep our body up and back as much as we can. We'll go over that means in the second sitting posture checklist. So our body doesn't want to tighten itself up. The computer work all day long, not only doing this, uh, we're also doing this, uh, uh, to make our overall body tighten up even more. What happened during COVID? A lot of people work from home. Sat all day. Didn't move enough. So they went from here all day long to like, bye-bye, punching. So you gotta get our body back here. So let's go over that real quick. I'm gonna have you do is sit in your chair. Put in your chair, sit in the first third of your chair, more upright. Everybody participate if you can. So scoot, scoot more, scoot more forward. forward. There. I want you to look in the edge, okay? By doing that, then bring your knees below your hips. Let me back the camera up a little bit. So people can see later. Bring your knees below your hips and feet underneath you, either in the middle or if you're comfortable like me, on the outside. By doing that, then your back will naturally arch forward and your body will sit back more on your hips than on your tailbone. Does that feel easier to lean back more this way? Huh? Huh? So can I ask people more to more forward? What's your name? Robin. Robin? Tony. Tony, nice to meet you. And then now, this can feel a little off balance. Bring your feet, actually for yours, bring your legs behind, on the outside for a better, better balance. And then bring them behind you like I'm here. How does that feel? Weird? Good. It makes your low back contract a little bit. So the low back contracts, it actually makes your body here, makes it pull backwards more. These will pull down. So allow your whole body now to shift backwards. If you're shifting backwards, then your shoulders have to naturally drop so you don't fall forward. Huh. I'm trying to get the body to reset its balance point here. So by doing this, when I stand up, I'm gonna stand this way, shoulders drop backwards instead of being hunching forward. That's the plan. It takes time to change. Your brain is where a lot of that balances your cerebellum. There's no test over about the names. Your cerebellum back here. That controls your balance. By doing this more and more over time, it will be an unconscious position, your default position, so this actually feels bad again. So my limitations the sitting posture checklist. It's like this again, body back on the edge of the front, front of the chair, knees below the hips, feet underneath you, so you have to balance on our hips to lean back so you don't fall forward and embarrass yourselves. That feels good. Yes, over time it feels good. Then from there we stand up also the same way, back, you don't have to stand, stand up this way so now it weights on our heels too because it feels more natural. And our muscles will adapt so by doing this, our hips have less pressure here, less back pressure, less neck pressure, and your body can sit back, head back, 
you take the pressure out that top subcipital area back here while that tension occurs, causing that, that cervicogenic type of neck-related headache. Boom. I did my homework. I studied for this class step. All right, questions? Is that how you should sit when mm -hmm. you're working on a computer? Exactly, back here. So again, adjusting your computer screen up here. I'm here working this way, and we get tired. If I get tired, what I do, it's cheat, my, my hack, is I bring my foot forward. Take a break for a second, feels okay, and switch sides. The problem is seeing in a car all day, a guy who drives to work every day, hour and a half, horrible. For me, that'd be, that'd be nightmare. But it's his work requires him to sit in the car. So he's like this. There's nothing you can really do. So, putting a, so if I have to drive long distance, I'm gonna put a pillow behind me so I'm, I keep my upper body upright. If I'm gonna drive too, on my feet even, not my foot over here, my foot out the window, not in this way. No, keep your feet even as much as possible. The reason if my feet are even, and then my hips are even also. If my feet are off, my hips then shift. So much as you can, when we're sitting or standing or driving, feet even, here, here, possible, or but not here. Ugh. I'm cool enough, I don't have to put my foot back here. You know what I mean? Questions? Anything yet? Question. Did some of these positions cause a numbness in your lip? Yes. Because numbness in your lips comes from a nerve and from your neck, from your brain even too, that allows it to come around this way on the side of the jaw. You have trigeminal nerve one, two, and three that runs to the jaw causing numbness. Unless you have teeth issues too, it could be internal. But if it's coming just there, so look at the neck and see if that works pitch in that area. People come in my office, with just eye pressure. I have a uh, Marilyn comes in once a, once every two weeks for eye pressure. I saw him come in Tim, same thing. He comes in, he knows he knows his neck is pinched when his eyes feel like there's a lot of pressure. But again, once that once once you understand your symptoms of type of headaches you have or pressure, which is really the biggest thing, adapt when you know how to fix it. So with headaches too, the fix with this number four cervical headaches or cervicogenic is not only, what we, do, we do adjustments in our office, that's what we do, we unlock the nerve, but also if you feel that, ice the neck down. When I say ice the neck down, it's not, it's not going to be here, down here, be more up here across your ears. You wanna get underneath that skull to cause a pressure release that way. You wanna go high enough on the neck. All right, questions about number four, cervicogenic headaches. Something you can fix on, something you can fix really on your own long term by having better posture. If you're comfortable, even making the muscles stronger back here. So the guy who has to drive an hour and a half every day, I have more, I have the exercise for his lower back. So he stays strong, doesn't weaken out at the end of the day. That's the plan. Alright. So Robin number five. We've done number five. Basically, these exercises to calm, to calm things down again, especially number one and two, are gonna be overall stress relief and how to get your overall body better, also improving diet. But also increase mobility, that's the key. So I want to give you one here. What's your name again? Betty. Betty, come on over, Betty. Grab a seat for me. Okay. She's my Vanna White for the, the afternoon. All right, so Betty, I want to do is make these muscles here mm -hmm. stretch from the base of your neck to your shoulder to your upper back. So I can turn a little bit more, turn more this way. And that help for stress too? Exactly, it helps stress also mm -hmm. too. And then, it's very stressful. You're, but you're a happy, stressful person. <laughs> so. 
So here, better what we're gonna do is make this muscle stretch from here, upper, it's called the upper trap muscle, attached from the base of the skull where, that's, where the cervical kinetics occur, down to your shoulder and down to your upper back. What you wanna do is bring your right hand behind your left ear, and Betty, turn your head exactly like that, perfect. Now head down toward your body. It's called the upper trap stretch. My trademark, just like that. Where do you feel that stretch? In the neck. Here? Right there. Yes, the belly of the muscle here is where it's where it should feel. Sometimes you feel at the base of the skull, sometimes the shoulder, sometimes the shoulder blade back here. All right, so stay there for one second, don't move. Hold it right there. Make sure looking at our head goes toward, we're gonna point our, our nose toward the same shoulder we're working. So, we're, so right now Betty's working the right shoulder. So relax, relax shoulder. Mm -hmm. like that. Okay, that, is, that is really stressful. It's tight. If we can relax the upper trap muscles, then our shoulders can sit backwards, take the stress off of overall neck, helping relieve the headaches, even neck pain. Yeah, calm things down. That tightens everything up. All right, good job. Thank you, thank you, Betty. Thank you, grab a seat, grab a seat. Does that make sense? You guys do a good job. Good. Yeah. Woo! Woo! That's fun, isn't it? Hey. What do you have sciatica? That's more lower back and hip. So sitting better will help that sciatica too. So anytime you have nerve pain, maybe pain down the arm or down the leg, sciatica, or even down the hip, you want to ice it, no keys. Ice the lower, for sciatica, you want to ice the lower back right about here for about 15 minutes lying down to get that inside nerve and disc to calm itself down and deflame and calm the nerve. Yeah, it's fun. Hit all day long, that's what I do. All right, another one here too. Move the camera a little bit. I want you to use at home, whatever you have at home, a broomstick, a stick, whatever you have, a Swiffer. I want you to try this too. It's taking, taking that stick and what happens is your shoulders get real tight on both sides. We do this. Ugh. You gotta get our body back. So you wanna start doing this, is it stretching them out a little bit? Back and forth. Alright. You can come all the way back. We're just a little bit too short for me. And hold that position right there and come forward. So coming back, hold. I, I would do this maybe for five seconds. Hold. Go to one side, hold, other side, hold. Alright. Rob, wanna try this? Wanna try? No? Oh. Where, where you want to try it? Want to try it? Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is an interactive class. I'm signing the door. It's an interactive class. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, everyone's taking their turn. Okay. All right. So here we're going to come back, straight back as far as you're comfortable. Head up the whole time. Go to one side for five seconds. And then Rob the other side for five seconds. All right. Let's see how that feels for you. Go straight back. Is she making the face? No, not yet. Alright, how's that feel? Feels okay? It's okay. And then go to one side. As far as you can, feel that stretch in the shoulder and upper back. 
and another side. What side feels tight when you go side to side? This side. Yeah. We yeah. All, my, mine's the left one, but yours is more that side. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. But hold them both sides for five seconds about three times. Get things up. I hear everything popping. There you go. Self-chiropractic care. Boom. Right. I'll bill you later. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think I'm excellent in your office. There you go. <laughs> this I can do all day long. Morning, I recommend morning and night for my patients. Okay. But to calm things down, help our body sit up better. Get these looser so I can sit back. Okay. All right. See, look. See, it wasn't too bad demonstrating today. Yeah. Make Not it bad famous. enough. See? Make okay. it famous, okay? Thank you. <laughs> you got it. Any questions? Well, uh, let's yes. skip to the first one, migraine. What do you think of Botox? I've heard it helps temporarily. Temporarily. The problem is it doesn't, it's not a fix. So if someone has severe migraines, like I mentioned with carrying my patient who throws up all the time, she'll get a Botox shot once a month. She'll take medication, sometimes daily basis. But it's something to work. can you find, and, and she does, because her lifestyle is up and down, just crazy sometimes. Can you find things in your life so you can change to eat healthier, have less stress, exercise a little bit more? And exercise not overdoing it, but enough to where you feel like your body's staying strong for your work, for your day, whatever it might be. Migraines are tough. Migraines aren't easy to treat. And as, as someone who comes in for migraines and vertigo, same thing. She gets relief then she understands, oh, I have to go back to my routine. I was out of town for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. I have to go back to my routine, my routine again. It's fine. It's working with a doctor that's going to help you find a routine that works for you to minimize the number of migraines, the intensity of them, or any headaches for one too. But once you find your triggers, what they might be, you know how to control that trigger. To at least minimize how, how often you get them. All right. And what causes migraines? Why do some people get them in other It's not hereditary, but it's something where you have that sensitivity to either light, sound, taste, or smell, like there's one of symptoms too. But it's your body has a tendency to have it. And there is, I'll give you retroponin, yes, but it's controllable by your environment. You have to be more sensitive of what you do in your environment, what you eat, um, what kind of stress you're under, and how much you exercise. I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I've, I've said a patient who came in later on, um, where her mom, she had it, her mom had it, her mom, grandmother has it too, but because she was able to diagnose what the problem was with her, her, her lifestyle, she minimizes, she gets her blue minimized. Very rare she gets in there. I never had one, but I know people get You don't want you to go into a dark room, you feel like you're throwing up all the time, you feel nauseous all the time. You don't want to drink water, you just shut down for the day. But I, I, think, I think lifestyle is quick. Huge, huge, huge. Especially in today's age when we're getting bombarded with all this junk. Every day, is, every age is always the worst. It's always worse than it was before. But that's part of it, I'll give you that. But it's something to where when you have that sensitivity, you have to be more careful. If someone has back surgery, you have to be more careful with what they do. They can still feel less symptoms, they can feel good, but it takes more, more effort to get themselves healthy. That's sciatica. Okay, how do you fix it? Then to make sure our body doesn't go back again by doing the right things lifestyle-wise to keep your body loose and strong. You have to stay flexible and strong. Again, for our, for our, what I tell patients, for your lifestyle, for your work, for your daily routine, we all have to take care of our bodies. You know, but the problem is we don't take care of our bodies. We, don't, we wait to take care of our bodies until we have a problem. We go, okay, now do I find out? 
But once you find the help, then changing your lifestyle allows you to keep that problem coming back. I think it is a lifestyle. That's a good theory. You gotta put it in practice. I like the gym every morning at 5.30. That's my job. That's my home, that's my routine so I can do this all day. Eat lunch, take a power nap, and go back to work again. Boom. We have to stay healthy to do that. And my partner, he met with someone and he said, because our job's very physical as a chiropractor, we see a lot of people, how long can you use for physically? Not very long if, you're not, if you don't keep yourself healthy. So you have to keep yourself healthy and keep your body moving for your work, your environment, your lifestyle. Mine is pushing people around all day. So I do. And I have fun doing it too. Entertains me. Right. Anything else? So One last. It's not, uh, you know, you, you can't inherit this. Which is... It's, there's, yes, there is, but it's minor versus lifestyle. Minor. Because what happens, when you, when, you doc, when you go to get your, your doctor about migraines, what do they do? It's the first thing they do. Get the script up. There you go. Okay, you're taking this tomorrow, this for the rest of your, rest of your life. Well, if it doesn't, we'll give you Botox shots. We'll give you shots in your neck, shot in your head. And, and, they, and the reason is, because they don't, they don't, they're not looking for the cause of the migraines, looking to help make you feel better by a drug. I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. But if you're, if you're more proactive about your health, how do you feel better by finding the cause of the problem? And from there, okay, I may take those drugs and get a shot once in a while, but not all the time. Like I said, once someone came in earlier, a friend, and I get the shots, doesn't help. You keep going back to it, it's finding something different to do. Because the problem is the migraines, headaches. Your quality of life goes from 100% to 80, sometimes zero for the day. Two days, three days, four days. No one's looked down here. You have to do something different to actually change what you're doing, either through medications, through chiropractic, through lifestyle, to make sure your body can change all the time. You have to be proactive. Healthcare is healthcare, but it's not your care sometimes. It's how to take care of your body. By being proactive, doing these classes, educating people, learning from different things, that how to take care of my body, because my body's different than everybody else. Everyone's genetic makeup is different. So how does yours different than mine? May not be as humorful, but that's just, everyone's different. Yes, Sam. Some people say CBD. If it's gonna help relax your body, help relax your nerves, your muscles temporarily, not a bad, not a bad thing temporarily. Is that better than medication? Maybe, some people say CBD has less side effects. I have to say, I have to say some people say, because it's true. If it helps, it helps people, helps, it doesn't help them, it doesn't help people. It helps you, it helps you. Now, is CBD marijuana, is that different? There's, there's different components of it. HTC is the marijuana, the high component. There's also other components too that are more, more the, meta, the health benefits than the high component. And because it's so prevalent now, people can want to consume it more for the medical benefit, there's more companies out there selling for the medical benefit. It does work, it didn't work, people, people wouldn't want to buy it. It's not the vape, it's not cigarette, cigarette smoke, it's, it's not the nicotine, it's not that, it's more of getting the medical benefit from that component of, this, of the marijuana seed or plant. So what is it? What is it? It's not, it's HTC is one of them, there's a second one that I can't remember on top of my head. THC, THC. So that can be found in your blood test? That can be found, but yes, yeah. So that it would be part of your, it would, once you take it, you'll see your blood for a couple of days, maybe a week or so. Really? Yeah, it's like any type of drug. If you take blood pressure medication, you take the blood test, they can test for it if you have blood pressure medication in your, in your blood. Do the ointments have that in it? 
Not necessarily, but it does because it goes through your skin. Your skin is absorbable. Especially under your armpits, your groin area where it's thinner skin. That's where they have, for example, a male testosterone screen, cream or cream, estrogen cream, hormone cream. I put it underneath your armpits and also your groin because it's thinner tissue. Now, that subject of testosterone cream, I didn't know there was such a thing. As a cream that actually they do prescribe for, for some people. Some people would rather, ideally what's more compliant is people take the pill instead, because it's a pill. They forget that the, the deodorant stick at home, whatever it might be. So the compliance is part of it too. But yeah, I mean, CBDs, everyone, if it works for you, it works for you. Keeps the patient telling like, I took this, like, if it works, it works. Any side effects. Well, you gotta listen to your body, any side effects I had from that too. Because I don't know, everyone's different. Again, do what works for your body. But find out what it is first of all, okay, what's going on with it, get it diagnosed properly, and then go, okay, what, how do I want to treat it if the medication's not working for me? All right, anything else? Good. Next month is? I don't know either. Something important. You can have it up front. It'll be, in the, it'll be in the newsletter. It'll be in the newsletter, or what do you find in the magazine? Is it a monthly magazine they have it too? There's a month, yeah. Okay, right. okay. It's somewhere posted somewhere. They haven't done October. I do October and I do November, but I don't do December because it's the holidays. And I'm usually on vacation. We're closed. Good, so see, I can't, I was going to, but you guys are closed. Uh. <laughs> We're closed. Thanks for watching.